Welcome to We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. This is an arcade game review show brought to you each Monday, free of charge, from us, your good friends over at WeTalkGames.com. I am Keith, the Robo-Duke, and I am joined by my close compatriot in arms to fight whatever <laughs> these bad guys are this week. Chris Nicobun. Hello. Please uh, save me from saving you from saving myself. I, d- I don't even know. I don't know where to start. Start we're, from we're Russia. Talking about start, from Russia. Intri- start from what? Russia. Start from Russia. Start from Russia. Start from Russia. Yeah, real heavy Russian influence. Uh, so uh, this week we are talking about Sparkman. Came out in 1989. Not in America? It was in somebody's nightmare because really I don't know what the hell's going on here. It kind of reminds me of those times, you know, when when you're like really little and maybe you watched some strange movie on a channel. And you don't remember what it was. You can only piece together a few small things about the plot. There's actually a, an old anime I remember seeing on sci-fi years ago that I still cannot place. I could probably figure you it think out. You can figure it out. All right. What happened it, in it? Futuristic retelling, I think, of the Monkey King. There was some kind of power pole, but it was the future. There wasn't like a whole lot I remember about it beyond it being some sort of weird futuristic robots and uh, extending pole. The guy's name is Goku. I think it kind of confused me because I knew what Dragon Ball was back then. I don't know. It certainly wasn't as interesting as the son of (laughs) Electro Man and Fire Lady. I got nothing. I watched a lot of Saturday anime, but... Uh, This here is nothing as high quality as manga entertainment. This is the uh, Korean knockoff. This feels like a North Korean knockoff. It's it's a thing. Is this all weird propaganda? Did I miss something? I don't know. Like, I mean, there's a really nice tank in there somewhere, but other than that, there was nothing that really caught my eye. Not enough marching. Is this fearless leader? I don't know. Is he around in 1989? Forget if it was uh, Il Sung or Jong Il, but we definitely had one of them. North Korea was Kim definitely Jong-un. around. I mean, I don't know if you remember, or you probably don't remember because you weren't alive yet, but now there was I. Uh, the Korean War, you know, MASH, that happened a long time ago. Well, the 60s. Right, MASH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that kind of led to North Korea. So, My yeah, Papa he was definitely around. In the Korean War. My grandfather was a pilot for like a week, but his feet were too flat, so he got out. My uh, pop-up worked on a ship. He was like a radar guy or at a base somewhere. Not, not like radar and MASH, but like, well, I guess maybe like radar and mash i don't know he died when i was young so i was one of those he was around now i'd love to be like pick his brain about the korean war and the uh, the threat of spark man yeah well and, uh, no well no we we couldn't see this threat coming i mean they, they still no, got no, that out there there's so much english in this game i do have to wonder if it did come out here somewhere how about we go over to tt schmutkin for some snap stats it's gonna be a short one hello fernanda i am titish kmukins i don't mind being a freak show but i don't like coming off as a paranoid freak show and this is titish snap stats 
Sparkman was designed and distributed by Sunay Electronics, in 1989. Sunay Electronics, is best known for their lovable series, Hardhead, and Hardhead 2. Sparkman used a CRT, raster, horizontal monitor it allowed for two simultaneous players with a maximum number of two players. In the game you play as a robot called Sparkman. Sparkman, the robot, can shoot the bad guys face to face with his leg. You can make the screen display in reverse so that the game scrolls to the left instead of the right by setting the SW. Two dips which one to the on position. To set the game to easy, turn the SW.1 dip switch number 6, 5, and 7 to off. This is a proposal for a centralized drive space for either system backups or file sharing within the office. Humanity is a snakeskin. Haven't you heard? Reading is dead. No one reads anymore, they just point at an apple and grunt. <coughs> this titty's snap stats has been brought to you by Flonagen's habitual limb oil. Never have creaky limbs again, ever. Now, more of the We Talk Games Video Power Magazine program. Please drink responsibly. Thank you, fearless robotic leader. Actually, I think TT's in this game actually at some point. So, Sparkman, 1989, from Sunny Electronics. This is a side scrolling shooter, very much in the vein of uh, a Contra. I would say, but that's, that's kind of the first thing that comes to mind. Chris, what yeah, kind of a, a was, making mechanics you got over there? Well, Contra was definitely my core making mechanic, 1987. Konami, because you've got the side-scrolly shooty. You've got the uh, couple segments where you're behind the back as well. You can point your gun in different directions. You get upgrades that are pretty useless because you're going to die as soon as you get them. But that also, you know, shades of Russian attack as well, or Green Beret if you're fancy. And by fancy, I mean Japanese. That came out in 1985. That had more of a knifing thing going on, but again, this whole side-scrolling, jumping, killing, communism, as in communism was there. Not so, I mean, you're killing communism in Russian attack. It's not entirely clear uh, what you're killing in um, Sparkman. You've got these who look like the Aquabats, but I'm pretty sure that predates them by <laughs> oh quite God. a while. <laughs> and, they're, they're, they just want to have a cool pool party man and there's not a yeah but they never, messing it up yeah they never found the pool Sparkman can't survive in a pool he's electricity it's apparently does uh, emanate electricity i guess it's his hands in the cutscene. although i don't know why he's um, electrocuting the young woman from uh fritz lang's metropolis that's 1927 we're still in the making mechanics here uh, there's also shades of mobile suit gundam the guys in pink with their hats looked kind of like nation the nation of zeon uh, oh yeah he looks like a uh, char yeah a lot of char yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was 1979, and um, this is getting a little obscure, but there's this, this movie called uh, The Empire Strikes Back, 1980, for not one, but, well, one boss and several, I guess, is there more than one ad at in this? Or there, ad, there actually is, yeah. is we'll, we'll get to all the bosses, and yeah, they're... There's a very heavy Empire Strikes Back and uh, also Return of the Jedi influence <laughs> on this game it's a hodgepodge it reminds me of a game i believe you and i reviewed last year in 2016 called riot yeah i don't know if that was a korean company though i'd have to go back but i think that might have been a japanese company 
but this is a weird <laughs> fever dream mix of so many different influences and you mentioned the hand and and the, the lightning bolt into the woman's nose and then the finger scratching the woman's nose i think that's actually electro man and his mother fire lady conceiving spark man okay you know, it's sort of like that God and Adam finger touching because that yeah, looks yeah. just so, like the wait, hand from the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, I don't have a year on that, but that was another one of my making mechanics. And uh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, slight shades of a uh, actually, it is more uh, Return of the Jedi because there really aren't adats in Empire. It's all on fucking well, uh, the ATSTs. Third move, the I think there move. are an ATST or two in Empire. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm getting it backwards. Are there? No, that's okay. Sure yeah, they're, ad- all, they're all in the, the Battle of Endor, the Forest Moon of Endor. We're technically not on Endor. Oh, the ATSTs? Yeah. I have to go back and watch those at, at some point. It's not like I've watched those a million times and should probably remember. Yeah, maybe they threw but them I'm in the, like... I'm not that big of a nerd. Maybe they threw them in the uh, special edition or whatever. My brain is on video games, and I'm probably just thinking of Shadows of the Empire, where that's the second stage boss in the Hawk uh, base as an ATST. Okay. Yeah, is entirely possible. Oh, and a, a slight shout-out to Tetris as well, because I guess that's the Kremlin... The thing with the onion towers in Russia. That yeah, it's the Kremlin. I, yeah, that I only know from Tetris, because that's the only point of reference from we have in the world to Russia. But I only remembered what it was called because I've been recently playing this online, like, Minecraft-y rip-off game my buddies are playing called Unturned. And uh, it's neat because you can pick all different maps, and we're actually playing on a Russia map where uh, the Kremlin is there, so... So in this game, a lot of questions about where the hell are you and where you're going. But uh, all questions can be answered in the beginning where you should invent a segment for this, at least when I'm on. Because one of my favorite things in games, as we all know, is dossiers. Once you start the game after you get to see the immaculate conception of Sparkman is uh, him marching forward with his, his you know stats popping up here. His name is Sparkman. His natinality. <laughs> what is R.O.K.? Republic of Korea? I think so. Yeah, that's the Democratic oh, Republic of Korea. Cool. That's why I'm The People's Republic of it, Korea? Well, the DPRK. The DPRK is what the, we know it as now, I believe. But yeah, that's why I'm wondering, is this a North Korean game? But anyway, uh, his father is Electroman and his mother is Fire Lady. He's born in August 14th, 1994. So I guess we're dealing with the future here. He's only but the age of 16 and is a hermaphrodite? It's the, both symbol. Look, man, gender is a construct, and really, I don't really feel comfortable applying it to a robot. But it's Spark Man. Well, then, clearly, he's presenting as masculine, and we should respect his wishes as such. Yes, that's the whole point of the sex. Is like, who who gives a shit? We put both symbols here. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, that or uh, maybe this is Prince undercover. Ooh, I like that even better. Yeah, he is a part of the Earth Defense Cops. The, the precursor to Earth Defense Force, it's metric for his weight, so I have no idea in his height. So we're, we're not going to even get into that. You don't know those listeners, because I don't. So how the hell would you know? I didn't write them down. Please. So. That's Sparkman, and then you go! Yeah, you go. Oh, you go, and you wish you hadn't. Eight-way uh, joystick, three buttons, shoot, jump, and bomb. You get three lives, you get three bombs. I actually didn't mess with any of the dip switches uh, in this game, so I don't know Neither if did there's I. any sort I of a... Probably should have. Denied stage slog. There's, I think one thing I liked about the entire game is that when you get to the occasional vertical section, it doesn't like automatically kill you, at least on the first one. If you uh, drop below where the screen is scrolled up, it'll actually scroll the screen back a little bit, down, 
for you, which is very nice. It usually is not what happens. Or it doesn't scroll at all when you jump. Oh, that too. That's good. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> if you, you know, eight-way joystick, three buttons, but... I almost feel like this game could have been in Summer of Stink. I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's not a total stinker. Oh, it's it's pretty bad. As we mentioned, it's a shooter. We already talked about all the cool making mechanics and stuff. Historical notes. Historical notes. Uh, the fir- first arcade game from North Korea. We're, we're going with that. That's why the with... sanctions must remain in place. That's what they're arming the missiles with that they've been testing. They're not launching warheads. They're launching this into your local arcade. Nobody told them that local arcades have been not a thing since about 1996. But, you know. It's so weird that the Sun-A just was one of the first Korean arcade game manufacturers. And it's just without MAME and people preserving these ROMs, you never would be able to try and figure this game out my god i don't i don't uh, think we were i don't think we were supposed to this was a test and we failed we failed as a, uh, the yeah it's, humanity's it, done yeah, it's, it's over it's, giant meteor god's like hey, whatever's up there entities you may worship flying spaghetti the sacred geometry whatever they're like nope you're done you're done you fucked up you played spark man i don't want to put a final stamp on this and say we're finished already before we have you know, tasted we, we the fruit of the tree of garbage and we must be punished. Yeah, the controls aren't that great. When you jump forward, it doesn't scroll forward, which can really fuck with you as you jump into enemies you didn't realize were there. But it also has a really controlled jump in a like a Castlevania kind of way. Like you can you you can't really maneuver in the air. Why would you jump into you enemies? Jump. This is there's a life lesson for you. Look before you leap, because otherwise you're getting a face full of uh, Char Aznable. Which you might be yeah, into. Sparkman doesn't look before he leaps. I don't know if he can actually see through those goggles. So, yeah, that's entirely. He doesn't care, man. He's got blinders on. He doesn't look because he is the danger. Beyond controlling terribly, I don't think the game looks terrible. I think it's got some good scrolling going on there in the background in it's, some of the levels, you know? It, oh, it yeah, looks the backgrounds decent. are interesting. It's got uh, very bright colors for, like, the 7 it felt like using it's not the best frame rate going on here you know since we are in the age of like 60 fps or nothing you know not gonna be impressed with how this game looks but i think i think it has kind of a like a sega-ish look to the game like a shinobi kind of style oh yeah yeah presentation in it i see where you're going with that yeah if you need like a, a frame of reference for how the game looks at all there in your brains listeners you know just just squint really hard at your mp3 player or your phone and fuck it look it up Super colorful, and the enemy variety is, what, what do we mention? Mobile Suit Gundam guys, uh, the Aquabats. Eventually, when you get to the third level, you mention the verticality, which doesn't come in until the third level in this game, actually. But then it goes away to the last one, or second to last one. Sorry, it's actually the uh, fourth level is where the verticality is introduced. I do love the enemies in the barrels, how there will be three of them in there. Oh, yeah, they just keep one stacking time. them. It's, oh, God, that's so obnoxious. <laughs> they're stacked up in these barrels this game is just a constant barrage yeah i think the reason uh, you were given up earlier is this game is just a constant barrage it wants you to stop it wants you to put money into it spoilers there's no fucking payoff in the hand <laughs> god no god no so close to being so bad it's good because you start off in i guess it's where's mount rushmore south dakota yeah dakota. god i already forgot about mount rushmore in the game, not in yeah. real life. I, I know it's still in South Dakota, last I checked. Yeah, I'm guessing if Sparkman is an Earth Defense cop, 
he must be fighting some sort of intergalactic menace that has come here to destroy us all. And, and it's starting with Mount Rushmore in one stage, not stage one. In this game, the number comes first. Yes. In North uh, Korea, number comes before stage. Yeah. And they're probably using one of our tanks because they forgot to bring their own. <laughs> and, well, it looks human enough. I mean, the treadwell is incredibly huge on that bad boy, but. Yeah, but it just rolls right past you. Yeah. You don't even fight the tank. Is the. Unlike the film, which it was like aliens, but not. And the prequel, the thing with the Ridley Scott and the, the, the giant wheel. Prometheus? Ship. Yeah! They, they step to the side. You step to the oh, side yeah, in this one. Oh, yeah, Spark thing can step sideways, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tiananmen Square. They haven't made a movie about that yet. They probably have, but like not a fun one God, for the family. They just step sideways. And then all of a sudden we are, as we mentioned, you're in Russia in two-stage of the Kremlin. The first boss is a giant robot full of dudes. He's not even the boss. He's the mini-boss. Then it's the tank. Really? He's not the last guy you fight in the level? Oh, is the last guy in the level the tank just ro- rolling by? Yeah. The tank shows up. Oh, my God. You fight this walker mech where they've just replaced the head with a gun and a guy shooting that gun. And then there's just guys in his chest and you shoot the dudes. And then... The enemies don't have health. Uh, they just have... Which you they do have, dudes. have health. They have dudes. You have, you have health. They have dudes. <laughs> you have health. They have dudes. I'm pretty sure even eventually you, you're going to end up... You're going to fight Jabba the Hutt. Spoilers. That's all the Star Wars bullshit. Yeah, as that's, well as the walkers. It's on a four stage, which I like to call Demon World, where they introduce the verticality and the bosses. A bloody cannibalistic Jabba... With with yeah. with like fucking robot clown feet on his little platform, it's it's hilarious <laughs> actually. And there's no tell for the fact that you have to shoot him in the head. I mean, it makes sense. Usually, when you're shooting something, you shoot it in the head. But getting the angle you need to shoot it in the head is a pain in the ass, and there's really no tell. But yeah, his life bar also dudes. Yeah, it's also dudes, but you are shooting him. But it's just a, a number next to a dude symbol. The the aquabats there with their their sweet their sweet scuba diving goggles. Yeah. Everything is dudes in this game, actually. But yeah. I, I do like how the job of the hut boss spits up those cue balls and they bounce at you and you can just walk under them. But you can also shoot them to kind of push them out of the way, you know, if they're about to fall on you and make them get a bounce off your shot, which that's oh. I mean, that's a it's a tiny thing. But I was like, that's pretty interesting how they fit that in there rather that, than just having to dodge it. That would have helped a lot if I realized that I know like I noticed other like even the regular bullets you can shoot. I think out of midair. Yeah, you can't shoot a lot of the bullets and the missiles as they're coming at you off a lot of the bosses, which is uh, you have to shoot a lot of missiles on the five stage boss, which I call Mansion in the Midwest Mountains, which is that that stage. The boss is the uh, war Harrier jet helicopter full oh, of yeah. dudes. Yeah, the, the hind D. What's the hind yeah, hind D. Uh, hind D. Kind of like that. Like I hated that fight, but I like that fight because you actually have to kind of lead the shots and wait for the dudes to just kind of run into them. Yeah, the game suddenly turns into Nom 1975 or Space Harrier. Yeah, or the you're, Contra into You're suddenly levels. shooting into the background at that, uh, the Hind D. Which has the deceptive glowing it, bit on the nose, which is actually not what you're supposed to shoot. Don't do that. No, and the tank has the glowing bits too, and you're like, shoot the tank, and the tank's just like, I'm cool, buddy, bye, <laughs> and just rides past you. Yeah. This, once again, you're shooting dudes. It's all dudes. It's Clearly. dudes sticking their heads out, but is it a tiny helicopter full of regular-sized dudes, or is the helicopter really... Well, the helicopter, obviously, is way far in the background, and those dudes are really big, because their heads are as, almost as big as half the, the fucking helicopter when they stick them out. Yeah. 
maybe Sparkman was trying to tell us something. Maybe they were they were on to the fact that all of the problems in the world, men. Sparkman is both sexes, so yeah. And uh, to win the game, you stands, have to kill the all men. The man stands for human. We had a head cannon going, but now we're getting too deep. I can't even. There's too much here and not enough explanation. That's the thing. We need someone from Sun A to come on the show and explain themselves because six stage boss triceratops full of dudes oh yeah okay no, i forgot about that guy. oh my god that was the best that was the best this it's, is, it's a it's a goddamn metal ass i guess it's metal it's gray it's a gray ass triceratops and it just opens his mouth and there's dudes in there and you shoot him in the mouth well, it opens its mouth out. and there's a gun but the gun is just oh, a dude's a hand dude. holding yeah. a gun <laughs> yeah and when you shoot it, the dude falls out. And there's like 15 of them it's in there. It's ridiculous. They're all just kind of stacked. They're compressed in there. It's not that big of a triceratops either. It's like maybe as tall as you. Yeah. The thing that sticks here is that's where the cool stuff kind of ends because all of a sudden on seven stage, which is London or Clockland, I'm not sure. I think you, that, well, yeah, I, I, I was calling it London. The giant robo is the mid stage boss on one. But then, then on three, the on it's one, the yeah. end stage boss. Yeah. And then on seven, you fight the ATSD Walker again, which you already fought on stage two. And then eight stage is New York, where the Statue of Liberty is either destroyed or fucking gigantic and in the in the background. Yeah. And you fight the war chopper again or the hind D again. I forgot to mention the fucking Panthers that are enemies in this oh, game out of God, fucking nowhere yeah, jumping around. The kitty cats. Fuck the, the kitty cats. The cats reminded me. What, what were the cats reminding me from? Uh, I got shades of Altered Beast with the dudes jumping out at you. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think of that. There is definitely an Altered Beast vibe to this. Also, someone was really proud of their, like, caveman in red shorts, hunchback dude pixel they made that suddenly shows up in stage four and yeah, stage those... four only and looks so out of place. Oh, yeah. And the purple dudes that do flips at you and we've gone on and on about all these crazy enemies and, and the hodgepodgeness of this game but none of it compares none of it compares to the final boss in this game yeah well, and I, i'm gonna yeah. say spoilers because you, you you know skip ahead if you if you don't want to find out it's ryo hazuki from uh shenmue uh but he strapped some guns to his forklift <laughs> He wants to know about sailors, man. The sailors um, are his life bar dudes that fall off. After 20 minutes, you finally get one missile over the top on the proper arc to actually hit him. Ugh, that what? reminds me of, yeah, we completely forgot to mention <laughs> the rush to Sparkman's Mega Man, the, the floating platform. Yeah, the, these rubbish hover scooters, but they're fucking useless. They drop <laughs> missile bomb things, and but again, they pop up at earlier levels. They're shite. And uh, but you need it to um, fight this dude. Normally they disappear after a while if you get knocked off. When you're fighting the final boss, it'll stay there. But if you're getting hit uh, on the wrong loop that keeps you from getting back in the seat on the thing, so yeah, you because the terrible it. scrolling in the game. If you get a bad loop, you've basically just pretty much lost the life. And then you've got to kind of shoot or dodge the missiles he's throwing. A couple times, I think I managed to hit the gun enough times that it stunned the gun part, like it dropped it to the bottom. But he was still firing missiles. Just the main gun wasn't doing anything. It gives you, like, maybe a second of breather. It, it's not worth it at all. And, but you have to arc the bomb rocket whatever's that drop out of your hover scooter over the top of the front bar of the forklift because apparently there's not a gap in the middle. They have the safety bar on the top. And uh, it land them on this dude's face. Not on his steering wheel. In his face, it's a very narrow hitbox. You have a small window considering 
how the forklift of doom moves back and forth if you fall off the platform, which only takes one hit to knock you off your floating platform. Then the floating platform constantly floats up and down at the same pace as the forklift that's moving back and forth. So as you mentioned, yeah, you can get caught in a loop where you just can't even get on the platform without getting knocked immediately off it unless you can do it all quick enough in the time that you are flashing after a life, which considering how cheap and uh, much of a, a barrage of madness this game is, I'm surprised it gives you that much time when you come back to life invincibility wise. The final boss is a henchman on a forklift. Yeah. A real Hazuki. I'm sorry. As well, a I mean, he had to get a job somewhere. He had money to get them gotcha figures. I think I collected like all the virtual fighter ones originally. Yeah, this is that's all I know. All I know of Shenmue is watching other people speedrun it. So my familiarity is rough, but I know about the gotcha figures. And then you beat him and you just get Sparkman marching once again in the sunset. And congratulations, you fought well. You are top player. Every time you die and you have enough of a score, which doesn't take much, I think I got to the number one spot on the uh, base game by just getting through the first level without continuing. Uh, can you spell stinky? No, but no. you can spell stink. Yes. You have the bombs. Oh God, we did the music. Not very good sound effects. Ooh. I didn't even remember there was music and uh, sound effects. Uh, like there's some music. It's not really anything to write home about. Uh, there were some in the, like the interstices, but I don't, I didn't remember any from the stages. I guess I blocked it out from trauma, but it was, I had to have the volume down a bit because all the enemies going whoop, whoop, whoop yeah. every time you shot one. And then every time you got hit being like, oh, oh, it's like the worst, most grating, horrible sound effects. They're kind of reminiscent, especially when you do your bomb of the Colossus roar. Oh, and, then, oh, like, oh yeah, it's what a shame. It's, yeah, you can't even find words like I think I, I, I actually did the math. When I finished it, like how many credits I dumped into it, I think it was on this one. I think I spent like eight bucks at least, maybe ten. Seven of that was the last boss. My girlfriend, who was in the other room while I was playing through this for the show, had to come out and be like, what are you yelling at? Because the final boss just drove me up a fucking wall. Ten, fifteen minutes just to beat him, which shouldn't happen in an arcade game. That's way too long. It was literally a money suck and then zero payoff for enduring this. You know, the job of the hut would have made a cooler final boss than the forklift. And would have made more sense at the end than just in the middle of whatever. Can you imagine getting to the end of fucking Mario Brothers and it's a fucking, uh, you know, Goomba on a Ruth Goldbergian machine? Yeah, that actually, that's, that's basically what Super Mario Maker turns into. How about a canon Mario game? Because it's all canon. And then every time you beat the level, I forgot you get the electric bolt on the, the lady, on T.T. Schmoodkin's there. And then God, Sparkman yeah. leaves the end. We've talked a lot about what we don't like, uh, but I love the absolute insanity of this game. I love the fever dream nature of it all. Yeah, I could have done without it. <laughs> <laughs> My dreams are weird enough. I don't need reduced palette garbage generic I, I, I think if anything could be improved about this game. Unmake it. Unmake it from this reality. It needs to go let it go just just fire it into the sun which korea could do they got a man to the sun i know that was a parody don't at me um but you know they can get an arcade machine into the sun well hopefully north korea north or south no matter what has has hopefully made something a little better than this in the last uh 25 years oh they have and if wiggly was on he would tell us all about what south korea has made that's better than it
I love you, Wiggly. Oh, yeah, I did. I did think it was a real shame <laughs> Wiggly wasn't here this week. I wanted to uh, try to find something to say in Korean at the start, but I, you know, not fluent in Korean like Wiggly is. Yeah. It sounds like I'm talking smack. Uh, one of my Twitter followers has been throwing red velvet gifts at me for two weeks, and I, I, I might be, I might be getting in there. I don't know. I might, I might be uh, K-pop trash. The K-pop? Might, might be K-pop trash. Might be K-pop trash. People want to boogie down to cute Korean girls singing. Fine, dude. That choreography got wrong is with it. fucking amazing. Yeah, actually, my, my one of my new favorite things. Uh, if you're into any kind of uh, idol band, since we're talking about Korea and we're wrapping it up here. Watching a new anime that came out last year called Seiko Boys. It's an anime about an idol band that is for literal idols. It's Mars and St. Giorgio. Like the literal busts, the statues. Oh, are, okay. Are the I can band. get behind that. I can get behind that. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's okay. <laughs> it's and it's all about them and their manager who grew up wanting to be an artist and constantly was just told to draw pictures of idols, of statues, of still life. And she got her dream job managing an idol band. But uh uh-oh, they're all actually just statues made of marble. 10, 15-minute episode show, really funny. Go watch that instead of uh, playing through Spark Boy. (laughs) Spark Boy. Spark Boy. Sparkle Boys! That's the portable version. I don't don't think any of us are going to return to this game. No, I don't have to. I actually got through it. We both actually finished it. We went through those rolls of quarters in that shady bodega down the road that has all the weird North Korean. <laughs> I would just want to say North Korean because it's weird enough that it could be. You know, That could come from the land where the man tried to say unicorns are real. Are you telling me unicorns well, aren't real? They were, just not anymore. He's trying to say they're still around. It's fine, Chris. It's fine. Don't. Unicorns are still real. Everything's fine. Sorry, I, I had to mute How- them for a bit. I had to go find some tissues. <laughs> Let's do a one-sentence review. Yeah, we should probably get around to that. Go for it. My one-sentence review for Sparkman is... Mega Man 3 cartridge runs $19.99 or so on Amazon and Bring the Shadow Blade. That's my one-sentence review. (laughs) The Sparkman of that is far more interesting. Two's better than three, man. Well, yeah, Heat Man was in two. Oh, cool, good. We're on the same page. Sorry, I've got, I've gotten heat on Twitter before when I mentioned my like, come on guys, we topped off at two, and people are like, three's the best, and I'm like, except for They're how wrong. convoluted it is and its stage design. I mean, Snake Man's cool, but anyway, that's the thing though. All the mans in that game are fucking great. Skull Man, he's in three, right? Yeah, yeah, he's Skull Man, cool. Shadow Man, Snake Man, Spark Man, a lot of S, really. Dude, the most metal of all men are in Mega Man. Like, well, I mean, Metal Man's in two, but you know what I'm saying. Like, three is badass. It's just. Yeah. It's the shame it does not flow as well as Mega Man 2 does. Anyway, here I am just trying to catch heat. My one cent review. So bad it's almost good with zero payoff. Thanks for listening to us ramble on and on about the great and glorious leader's favorite video game, Spark Man. Be sure to check us out at wetalkgames.com, facebook.com, WTG podcast. Also, be sure to check out wetalkgames.com slash in the can, where you can search and follow our Arcade Weekly episodes. Yeah. We got a sub now. You can go to reddit.com slash r slash wetalkgames. I think that's what I put in. Oh, man, we're with the cool kids on Reddit now? There are no cool kids on Reddit, but you can post there. Try to keep it arcade-related, I guess, or at least show-related. It's pretty fast and loose right now, but when the crackdown comes, just don't be a dick. There is content there. There's a content there right now, but you could you could be that content. You could be You can help flesh out our new Reddit 
if you dared to play spark man why don't you tell us what you think yeah maybe, maybe chris will start a discussion over there who knows go check it out it, all i'm not the, starting shit <laughs> okay well someone go start some shit talking about spark man you can you be should. a dick to spark man i mean by all means i'm not defending that son of a bitch robot oh, of yeah, a bitch come on that guy there needs really to be taken a... down a peg yeah fucking run around with his backpack gun thinking he runs everything Ugh. Uh, uh, get excited it's gonna be pack month waka 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 waka
Just